I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. It's a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram's a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram Ninja. Hello. My man. Hey. We are joined by one of the best researchers of Enneagram Insights in the World. Thank you. Cambry Ross is with us. Hey, hey. We are talking fours today. And lo and behold, Cambry is a four who is going to not only be an Enneagram expert, but be able to speak about the inner life of fours with amazing clarity. And so I'm excited for our conversation. That apparently didn't lead to conversation <laughs> at all. <laughs> I was going to say something witty about how each flavor of four is so different that I hope that I can actually speak to a majority of them. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually an excellent way to start in four world. Is it the case (laughs) for world? I love it. That there is, it is known that we're all very different kinds of fours. Yeah. Like the, the term four world is (laughs) like, nobody wants that. If you're a four, you don't (laughs) want everybody else to be a four. That's funny. (laughs) Well, this is our typing intro to fours. Obviously, you got here because somebody either recommended the podcast to you or you listened to our intro. So we're going to try and describe what it feels like to be a four. Do either of you have anything important to say about fours and fourness before we jump in? I will say, so this is a two-sided coin. You don't have to be artsy and like, quote unquote, creative to be a four, but you also, if you're artsy and creative, that doesn't automatically make you a four either. And same with like dark and depressed. If you are dark and depressed, that doesn't automatically make you a four or sad. Um, And if you're a four, that doesn't mean that you're just sad all the time and dark and depressed all the time either. So those are my, what's the word? Those are two qualifiers. Yeah. Well, (laughs) Uh, I want I want to work it's against the stereotypes. Disclaimers. Those are two disclaimers. disclaimers. There we go. That's the word you I was looking there. for. Had to Those find the exact right word to express what you were <laughs> yes. trying to get across. I did. Yeah. You got any disclaimers, Teach? I think that if you've made it this far, one of the things that fours often struggle with is the reductionist nature of the Enneagram. And if you've gotten here... Uh, understand that we understand that uh, one of the three of us is uh, identifies <laughs> with four. And, and so we know that uh, this can feel like it's trying to do too that the Enneagram is trying to do too much. And, and uh, we are going to do our best to communicate the uh, sort of 
endless possibilities of fourness and we we do recognize that and and we also know that that this might be a hindrance to why you think the enneagram could be valuable and and we think it is valuable even in amongst the possible reductionist nature of it so i hate to say that it might be a clue to your personality type that you hate personality typing yep we but, get it <laughs> but see but do. i think Fours in general probably love it more than they should. Mm. Oh, it's when like they get it into becomes it? obsessive because it's this obsession with self introspection. And like fours are the classic therapy junkies where mm. they like, I want to know my dark things that are wrong with me. Of course, I want to know those things. Other people shy away from it. Fours kind of lean into it. Sure. And so that's one thing for me specifically that led me to the Enneagram was I was like, I love personality typing. I love deep introspection. And and then here we are. I'm hooked and I am obsessed. So <laughs> excellent. <laughs> Made a career, side career out of my hobby. That's an excellent kaleidoscopic view of fours. Like you really love it. You really hate it. You could be that neither one of these are real cl- <laughs> really clues just yet. But you know what? We have some clues. And uh, we're gonna start with what makes fours happy. You got What's the skinny, Camry, on where fours find happiness? So fours are motivated. In all the books, they always talk about how fours want to create an identity out of their inner experience or they want to be unique. And sometimes I find these definitions to be a little unhelpful at times because it's like, okay, but doesn't everybody want to be unique? Doesn't everybody want their own experience kind of thing? So I compiled a list of all the motivations of type four. And uh, just just real quick, the answer to that question is no, not everybody wants to be unique. (laughs) So just put just putting that out there. (laughs) And if you if that is surprising to you, you may be a four. (laughs) Okay, so I want to be true to myself. I want to find myself. I want to find my own significance in this world. I'm on a search for meaning. I want to curate a meaningful identity and forge my own path. I want to express myself and my individuality in a real way. I want to understand myself and I want others to understand me or try to understand me. I want to create and surround myself with beauty. I want to curate and maintain certain moods and feelings. I wish I could always take care of my emotional needs and sort out my feelings before attending to anything else. Very quick. A lot of these are all quotes from fours about their their inner life. In some of our other uh, podcasts, a lot of times they're, they end up feeling like they're, they're longer paragraphs. These are very punchy, direct, here's, here's who I am. Do those all come from different people, or is that just the language that was used? It comes from quotes, but it also comes from just research in general, where I went on like multiple websites, looked through multiple books, and compiled all of the motivations that were listed. Hmm. Oh, okay. Along with quotes from people from research that I've done. So like surveys that people have taken. And then I made the language all work together. So it's, I want this, I want this. Sure. I found that really helpful. That was, that was great, (laughs) very pithy. Bang, bang, bang. TJ, where did you hear there? Where, where fours finding happiness and where are they motivated by? Some words that stuck out to me in the midst of all of that were uh, expression, beauty, and I'm not sure that this was said, but the the idea of it was communicated over and over again was authenticity uh, and and 
I think that that rings really true with what I know about fours, that there, there is a need to express their true self and, and, and to put their true self out into the world. And, and part of that is the introspection of discovering the true self. Um, so right. there, there was an awful lot of focus on myself within that language. Fours are very good at paying attention to their own feelings, their own sort of inner self, and they want to express that in its truest form in the world around them. Which is why we're also, like you said, that's why we're always trying to find what is my true self right. and introspecting right. and searching the inner landscape is because because you want to be so authentic to who that is, you have to know what that is. Right. So that's where the, all the introspection comes in. Yeah. I want to ask a question about being true to yourself. It feels like an outlier, which that will be a compliment. Um, it feels like an outlier with the other <laughs> nine types. It feels like being true to my, it, I, for whatever reason, every time I say that, or it, it feels like it feels different to me. I think there there is not all types are looking to be true to who they are on the inside. I, I actually I think that mm-hmm. is unique to fours and the um yes. the dedication to that authenticity is not represented across all of the types. There are several types that are completely willing to sort of become like whoever is around them because it's easier because it gets their the attention they need whatever Uh, for different reasons other types might morph and and change and and sort of like become whatever other people want them to be Mm. whereas i think some types particularly fours are very interested in being true to what they experience Mm-hmm. I would say only unparalleled by eights. Agreed. Eights are also very authentic, very intense as well. Like fours are very intense with emotion and wanting to feel the high highs, the low lows. But eights are also very intense mm-hmm. on those things as well. So there's a shared thing there. That's excellent. Moving to the second question, how is it that fours get what they want in the world? So fours are part of uh, what we call the withdrawn stance that means they sort of step back and and we've said this several times that introspection that's what this is about fours are very interested in looking inside to figure out what's going on because they need to know what's true about themselves before they can decide what to do about that in the world they need to know what they actually want what they feel about something before they can make a decision now, what that means sort of on the backside of that is that sometimes they don't make a decision. They don't act. They don't do the things that they need to do because they are withdrawing, because they are introspecting so much that they're more focused on themselves than they are on what they need to get done. 100%. I would say also included in this withdrawing into the self because sometimes kind of just like withdraw from people but fours withdraw into them mm-hmm. into their selves like it's like a turtle going right. into its shell that's a good metaphor i so i would add fantasizing as well mm-hmm. into that 
I have a quote from a four that says, anytime stormy weather rolls in, I swear it's impossible for me to stay totally rooted in present <laughs> reality. My focus always shifts either to memories or to dramatic fantasies about mysterious, adventurous storybook things that I wish were happening. So withdrawing not only into feelings and emotions, but fantasies and what could be what what if this what if that type mentalities and memories there's there's a yes, big yeah. emphasis for fours on on what has happened in my life and what do those things mean mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know if it's worth doing for an intro so i, I wanted to do a half-hearted stab at that because that that was what interested me there Talk about fours using memories in the present to give them grounding, to give them direction. Um, that seems to me a, a, a unique thing, especially like here's how my relationships have gone and they're informing this moment. The first thing that comes to mind for me is actually how it is used negatively. <laughs> yeah. Where in a moment you'll take like a memory or a feeling and you like can't get past it. So if like if my husband says something in a slightly different tone than what I would consider like he's in a good mood or whatever. Like if if I feel like there's some edge to what he's saying or he like doesn't cuddle me when I want to be cuddled because mm-hmm. obviously he can read my mind. Just like these little things that happen you just get stuck on these emotions and you get stuck on these feelings. And so you will replay them over and over and possibly even, well, not possibly generally morph them into something that is even worse than what it is. Definitely worse than what it is. Mm -hmm. And you're heightening the feeling you're heightening the emotion. It's like, Oh, well, because they did this, that means this, 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 and this. And so then you just like are in this pit of despair And you can't climb your way back out because you're like maybe listening to like songs that fit that mood or you're like going into Instagram or social media stalking where you're like, oh, well, are they friends with so and so? And what does that mean? And whatever. It just is this big thing. But that could also work with good emotions where if you're riding a high, you're like thinking about all of these really happy memories and these really happy things and then listening to these happy music these happy songs and just always writing whatever emotion is there and then upping it somehow. Yeah. Sort of pushing it to its extremes by leaning into it, saturating in it. Yes. So I don't know if it's necessarily informing the present, but it is certainly influencing the -hmm. present moment and how you're feeling Mm -hmm. and then not moving into action because you're just stuck. And there's also, it, it, it's not even that one particular moment that like that your husband didn't cuddle you at that, at the way that you wanted at that moment. Right. It's also yeah. connecting all of the times in the yes. past and what yes. those specific times meant as well. And it's sort of like a pressure that cooker that's it. like slowly yeah. building and building and building. And so you go and take all of those things and it just pops mm-hmm. and it explodes. And it's this big thing where everything's connected right. and everything is tailed on to this tacked on to the, to the present, whatever's happening. There's a grounding there in the emotional life, and that's also how fours are going to solve problems. You want to speak to how 
when problems emerge when you're not getting the inner attention that, that you might desire, how is it that, that fours will solve problems? Well, notice here that, that so much of what we're talking about is about the emotional life and experience of fours. And, and so the expression of their truest self is about their, their emotional experience and the, the emotional life that they're having. And, and so when they are, in general, they are looking to express their inner self, but when they are trying to, to solve problems, when they are having conflict with another person or, or even something happened with their car or they're having a problem at work, like uh, the way that they are trying to solve problems is by bringing that inner emotional life out and presenting it as this is how I have felt about the things that have happened. And, and I would like to, the way that we solve this problem is by addressing the emotional experience between us. And so not only this is how I have felt, although fours tend to pay more attention to how they have felt than about how the person that they're interacting with has felt, uh, because they, they want that other person to validate and understand their emotional experience. You got thoughts on that, Kim? So I actually have a few quotes on this leaning into emotions and following the emotional landscape in conflict. So this is a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of quotes kind of mixed together. One four says, I love to find meaning in the smallest places and voices. It doesn't just say places, but and voices. So you want to find the meaning in what other people are saying. Um, another four is saying, I wish people understood the importance of processing emotions. I want people to not categorize me as dramatic or too deep when they lack understanding. So there's the idea of getting what you're feeling out there so that people don't misunderstand what you're putting out. And it's saying, well, I'm not being dramatic. I'm not too much or whatever. It's that this is what I'm feeling and I need you to understand that and not miscategorize me. And this last quote, this four says, I think the hardest but most beautiful thing about being a four is that I have so much empathy and not only feel my feelings deeply, but also other people's. But it's exhausting. And if you are not healthy or not doing it healthily, it can be abrasive to your mental health. So I wanted to include that one because in certain pairings with fours, the four might be more aware of how the other person's feeling than they are. Hmm. And that can be really intense for the four and then make their feelings even more intense than they already were, which makes it come across as even more dramatic or even more too much, quote unquote, when in reality, the four might just be feeling the room and empathizing too much. <laughs> doesn't have good boundaries, emotional boundaries, which can be really difficult as a four. What do you hear there, Teach? Not having good boundaries. I think that's a, a good thing to think about. Um, one of the main ways that that unhealth will be expressed in fours is not like not having good boundaries is a is a real problem. And and not necessarily like inviting yourself for dinner, but not recognizing the space in between where your emotions end and another person's begin. Mm -hmm. mm. 
Uh, and that can be uh, you taking on too much of another person's emotional life. And that can be you putting too much of your emotional life onto another person yes. as well. Yeah. But not recognizing, not having good boundaries. This is one of the places where unhealth really manifests itself in force. Yes. Well, and I would also say with that same line of thinking, um, fours, especially in unhealth, have a very hard time realizing that not everything needs to be hashed out <laughs> and that you mm -hmm. don't actually have yeah. to go into every single argument or every single thing doesn't need to be made into an argument and not everything needs to be like solved per se. Um, right. Where the four will want to take every little experience or every little negative thing and nitpick it and say, this is happening. I want it fixed because there's like this idealism there too of like the perfect relationship or the perfect this or the perfect that. And so pointing out what's missing and saying, this is what I'm not getting, or this is what I'm not feeling. And then needing it to be resolved like right away, especially right. where most people <laughs> that are not fours do not want to do things in the moment. They need time to process and they need to go mm -hmm. back to it after they've thought about it or they mm -hmm. don't want every single thing hashed out and not everything needs to be. But yeah, definitely. And I guess going into strengths because it's not necessarily always a negative thing either. Going into the strengths of going to the feelings and the emotions in arguments and in conflict, it can actually be really helpful because fours will get to the root of the conflict. They'll know exactly right. what's causing the issue and right. a lot of times how to fix it, but won't go into fixing it. <laughs> right. Well, and even you talked about most other types uh, don't necessarily want or need to dive into those kinds of arguments, or feelings. those kinds of or, <laughs> or, fe or feelings, but also a lot of other types don't do that to their detriment. Yeah. And so so the the ability, the almost necessity of fours, the the natural expression of, of fours doing that out of their own innate personality, they offer that to other people that would might naturally avoid it. Yes. And and they they bring that to places where it might not come out otherwise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I hear there also is that fours and problem solving want others to validate their emotional experiences. Yes. But fours are going to be real good at that in terms of perhaps validating others or at least being able to see others mm -hmm. and being, you know, loved the way you want to be loved is, is common to us all. But that seems to me where that's coming out there. It also felt like I hadn't put these together that the, a lot of the language we're using is, coming back to being true to yourself. And so 100%. even in, in the midst of problem solving, that's actually the target, yeah? Yes. It's not necessarily moving the ball forward in terms of no. we need to accomplish this big thing. No. no what we need to do is get recentered and Yeah, well, and it's about being authentic to the moment. And it's like, well, this is yeah, what I'm feeling and I need to express that right now. <laughs> because right now it's at its most fresh. Mm -hmm. And so it's the most authentic. It's the most real. Yeah. And and they fours model that and draw it out of the rest of us as well. Yeah. It's not just that they they do need to be true to themselves in the moment, but also they want the people around them to 
to bring their own authentic self as well. Yes. Yes. Now, that moves us to the fourth question about connecting to the world. Fours are going to connect to the world in an idealistic way. And that seems, again, to kind of build on things that have been said. Would you talk to that, like how, how fours will, will um, their ideals? We've talked about, you know, fantasies, but how would that get expressed here? Well, I think Cambry did mention that, that this is this the, the ideal relationship kind of mentality and not just relationships, but also um, the fours have a way of seeing the world, like everything about the world can be beautiful if it's being true. And so that, that idealism of, of if, if, something that's broken is not necessarily ugly just because it's broken. And there's, yeah. there's an idealism represented there. It's, it's beautiful because it's true. And, and if everything in the world were just true, then the world would be more beautiful than it is. It doesn't have to be perfect. It needs to be true. Mm. And so fours have that driving behind how they see and express that their idealism comes out in that that sort of need for that authenticity for that truth to be represented yeah it's it is definitely an authenticity thing as well as a mood thing um and i guess that actually plays perfectly together (laughs) Mm -hmm. um fours tend to do the like, oh, well, that's not necessarily how it is. And then try to like redescribe it, but it's actually the same thing. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> fours try to curate like moods, right? To whatever they're authentically feeling in the moment. So putting on like putting mood lighting or drastic colors on the walls or things like that to fulfill what they're feeling in the moment. And in that same thread that is what can be considered beautiful mm-hmm. to that for is like, Oh, that is very like that speaks to my current experience mm-hmm. that speaks to what I'm feeling. That's really beautiful. But also, yes, definitely goes back into like the fantasizing one for says, I fantasize about falling in love, getting married, having a family, etc. This happens with men. I never meet, never speak to never know could be with any guy I find attractive. I make up sad backstories and fill their past with pain and suffering to form a broken man that I can save and be saved by at the same time. But it's like this like crazy like backstories and fantasizing and it's this ideal this ideal love, this ideal house, this ideal like everything there's an ideal self mm-hmm. and everything needs to match the ideal which brings a lot of frustration because that's not really possible. Right. Am, am I wrong in thinking that the ideal there is really about the emotional life? I want things to occur such that I feel a certain way because I do want what's true. Yes. And um, so I want things to go a certain way such that the, they fill me with the emotions that I desire. And that would go alongside I'm playing certain music or trying to curate certain experiences. I think like what drives that is the four wants to feel whole. Like the idea of whole is that everything matches my ideal. So once everything matches the ideal in every way, that's what whole is. Mm. And that everything else that doesn't match that, there's stuff missing. 
And so the focus goes to those things that are missing. Mm. The idea that I want a world in which nothing is missing, that everything perhaps idealistically has its place mm-hmm. and is to be understood through myself. If I get to a spot where I can take in the world in these ways, I'm being true to the world and, and uh, the world is being true to me and I'm being true to the world is what I yeah, hear. Yeah, in a this way. May be probably, the, I bet most of that is probably subconscious. Mm. Yeah. Because Perfect. like as you're saying it, I'm trying to process it and then see if that's really like what it boils down to. Sure. And some of it rings true and then some of it I feel like I still need to process. So I think a lot of that is probably subconscious, but very possibly the way that it is. <laughs> that might get earmarked as a little heady for a basic yeah. typing <laughs> thing, but but that That's was just, I, was, I, I started to nerd out. I was like, I wonder if this is how it works. <laughs> um, well, moving to my next question, uh, there's a statement that we've used, and it's I'll be present when for all the types. And for fours, we a four might say something like, I will become present to my life only when I have completely resolved all my emotional issues and have found my true significance when I'm completely free to express all of my feelings with everyone whenever I want, then I will show up. That image of what is the roadblock of me being fully present and available is here's the roadblock. Do you, do either of you have thoughts on, on that statement? I think that's a, a great representation of that of some of that sort of idealism that fours carry with them. And I think it also is uh, a good window into uh, why fours find constant frustration to their idealism because those things are unachievable goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we'll see this with... A, with every type that has this kind of I'll be present to my life when statement, all of those things, the things that we're aiming for are unachievable goals. And for the fours, uh, you mentioned, I can't mention the wanting their emotional life to line up in this sort of idealistic kind of way, but also wanting the entire outward expression of the self to be in line with that idealistic vision. But Mm -hmm. if you are painting your walls this color because you're feeling this way at this moment, what happens tomorrow when you're (laughs) feeling differently? Like that, that's, that's the reality that, that Fords live in and, and they're constantly seeking after this sort of like idealistic fullness but tomorrow it's about something different. There's always going to be something missing because they're always moving. Like the time moves and, and emotions change and the people around you change and you change. And so when you're striving for this idealistic fullness, you're always moving the target. Right. Well, and also the idea of always needing to process emotions before getting into movement or saying I'll be present once I've processed all my emotions. The issue with that is that every single event, every single thing that you do sparks new emotions to process. Mm -hmm. So it's this start and stop 
like it's like stop and go traffic. Right. You're never actually just going and right. zooming on the freeway. Right. You're stopping and you're not actually getting to your destination. And I would say for me, that's like my biggest hindrance is wanting to process or feel emotions or do things when I'm in the mood to do them. It's like a huge, huge thing. Mm. I feel a little bit of hindrance, maybe if that's a good word for it, about the last part of the I'll be present when, where it says needing to always express your feelings the exact way you want to whenever you want to. But maybe that's just my shadow side, not wanting to accept that that's true. Because as I say it, I think it probably is true. (laughs) (laughs) I actually wanted to bring that up as a different kind. We've brought up the phrase too much for fours, that sometimes fours can come across as too much to to others. And that's what I read into that. Yeah. That sometimes fours, because being true and authentic to yourself means being able to communicate here the deepest, richest, perhaps even things that ought not be, I suppose, brought forth in polite society side or um, like I want to be true to myself. So I'm going to emotionally express myself in these places. That's what Mm. I was hearing there. Yeah, because I I do generally speak my mind most most of the time, (laughs) even if it can be argumentative, I'll say what I'm thinking. So it just it's an interesting way to word that, like wanting to always speak your mind all the time. But I guess that probably materializes for different fours in different ways. Mm. Whereas for me, it's like I I want I wish that I could do things only when I'm in the mood to do them. But that's not how life works. So again, coming back to being true to yourself, you brought up the shadow side. That's worth talking about here is is just our next step. Fours are going to seek to avoid feeling or being ordinary. There's a fear there of being personally insignificant. And seeking to strongly push against that, would you would you would you all comment on that as a fear? Well, I think that in and amongst everything that we've talked about, for looking to express their truest self, if they're not expressing their truest self, or even if they are, uh, if they are prevented from doing so, or if they are. Um, presenting something that's not true about themselves like the the if their truest self is not welcome then obviously there's something wrong or deficient about their truest self and and uh if they aren't able to to bring that to the world there there is some level of something being insignificant unworthy uh, invaluable something about my truest self is not worth bringing to the rest of the world. And it's just, it's, it's just the, the opposite side of that desire to be true to what's going on. Mm -hmm. I will add to that as well, that it's like this fear of being vanilla. Mm which I mean, vanilla is actually a really good flavor. So that's probably, I mean, I understand the, (laughs) anyway. um, Gotta add the nuance. (laughs) Always. There's this fear of like being uninteresting Mm -hmm. and not complex, like being simple or being like boring, I guess. 
where you want to be unique and not necessarily like stand out, but you just don't want to blend in. Like you don't want to be like everybody else because that can be boring or that's uninteresting or not very complex. And so it's not, at least for me, I don't want to like stand out, but I don't want to fit in. Right. So it's kind of a, it's the same thing, but. Because there's, <laughs> there's 7 billion people on the planet. Yeah. And if you fit in, then that means you are not an individual. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, there's also a quote from another four. They say, I never wanted to be like everyone else and do what they were doing, but I did want to feel connected and feel like I belonged somewhere. I never really did feel like I belonged, though I still kind of don't. I spend a lot of time alone. I'm naturally creative, but have a lot of self-doubt. I'm very passionate about things I believe in, and I try to be authentic and real. This whole belonging and connecting piece, but not wanting to be like everybody else is really interesting mm -hmm. to me that it's this, you want to connect with people. And like, I feel this so much, like, I will tell my husband, like, I wish that I had a bigger friend group and I wish I had more friends and I wish I could go do things with people. But then I'll go to the park looking like so different from everybody else that it's like that probably looks really uninviting. Who would want to like come and approach me to be friends? You know, like it doesn't really they don't work together like you can't really have them both yeah. necessarily. I Maybe you can. I haven't found that happy medium, I guess, but. If anybody has, let me know. <laughs> well, I think this this also high like this this desire to be to to fit in. Like, there's there's a double edged sword kind of nature to this because if you want to be true to your individual self, that is completely different from every other person on the planet, but you also are constantly looking for where you fit but you recognize that you don't fit, then that inevitably means that you are probably thinking that there's something wrong with you, that, that, that you are missing something that everyone else has. Oh, yeah. 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 You, you're missing the social ease that everybody has. You're missing the ability to make friends the same way or as right. easily right. as other people. Right. I, I want to be yeah. friends. I want to meet people in the park, but I don't want to be so normal that people will approach me in the park. And the fact that I right. can't be approached <laughs> in the park means that something's wrong with me. Yeah. Well, and it's something that's wrong with who you authentically are. Mm -hmm. Because if you appease the crowd and you go look like everybody else so that you can talk to people, they're meeting somebody that isn't you. Right. And that's not what you want, because right. as before, you want people to know the real you, not to the point that you're not interesting anymore, but you want you want people to you still want to be authentic. Yeah. And if people like you for what's not authentically you, it's not a real connection right. to the four double edged sword. <laughs> it feels like you're explaining a lot of the, the buzzwords here for for fours are the feeling of envy or even having mm. this this uh, that produces kind of a melancholic mindset or even a self-pitying kind of mindset at its darkest. This is the shadow side. Of yeah. all, and all the types have a shadow side. I don't know how, how to say this. I haven't put this together. This, again, might be for the cutting room floor. But fours don't want to be other people and yet will struggle with envy. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. You have to keep that. You have to keep that in the cut. That's okay. good. That's really good. <laughs> How does that like, work? Why do you want to be like everybody else when you don't even like everyone else? Yeah. Or like you don't even like, like I'll nitpick things about people. And I'm like, well, at least because it's this like I'm either better or worse than people or like at the same time both. But there's always this like comparison, this categorization of like, well, I'm better like, oh, I would never wear that. So it's like I'm better than that. Or, oh, my gosh, like they are so much better than me than that. Or I wish I could look like that. And it's I'm worse than them. And it's this Mm. immediate back and forth of like you're never on par. You're never equal to you're always above or below. And sometimes you can be above somebody in one thing, below some the same person in another thing. But it's this constant comparison, the constant envy. And but it, it doesn't even make sense because it's like you don't want to be like everybody else. So why envy those things? But yeah. I don't know. That's where the idealism comes in as well. Could that be about the desire for attention that fours have? Or is that different? I want the attention they're getting because they are amazing in these 12 ways. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. I will say that sometimes that's probably the case. But a lot of times it's also... Like just as an easy example, I have loads of Pinterest boards, which as a four, I'm sure that part of my growth is to delete Pinterest, but I (laughs) refuse to do that. (laughs) Um, But there's all these like Pinterest boards that I have that pretty much spell out a lot of the ideal life and the ideal things that I want. And so in the wild, in real life, if I see somebody that captures that or encapsulates that somehow that they do it like better than I do, or they mm-hmm. seem more authentic th- to themselves than I am or something, then the envy, the envy just like comes in super hard. And it can even like, it can be debilitating sometimes. Like you're unable to be happy for other people when they have something that you've been like wanting for so long. But then it's like, you want to be happy for people when they have good things in their life. So it can be really I guess that can also be detrimental to connection and friendship and relationships, which the four wants connection as well. Oftentimes one of the best ways to type ourselves is to look at the dark side of the types. And so we spent a little extra time there on that, but fours also have fantastic things to offer the world (laughs) and have real strengths. Um, what are, what are some of the strengths (laughs) that, that fours bring to, to, to their relationships and to the world around them. Well, I'm, I want to draw attention to the statement that you just made as sort of a, an encapsulation of, of, uh, good fourness because fours are very good at spending time in the shadow, in the, in the darker side of things because they, um, we, we said it before they, when they are feeling happy, they want to be like they want to experience full and higher happiness, like music that that pushes the boundaries of that and and expression of that. And and when they're sad, they want to experience the fullness of that sadness. So so they, unlike many other types, fours do not shy away from the harder things, from the shadow side of things. And as a result of that, they can actually show us how to do that well. Uh, because so many of us will, so many of the rest of us will 
look to avoid or uh, cheat or not really process the shadow side of things very well. Like we don't do grief well. We don't do sadness. We, our, our culture pushes us away from dealing with things that are hard. And fours are going to be very good at just being in that space. You got any thoughts on what you bring to the world? <laughs> I can build on uh, build you up here. Yeah, the, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the I'm still feeling the mood of the deep and dark. <laughs> so I'm staying there. I'm leaning into it. <laughs> Yeah, the things that stand out to me are obviously the creativity, the sensitivity to all the details. Um, there is, at some some points, this can be a negative, the self-focus, but in other times, the ability to be revelatory and to be able to speak well of your inner life gives permission for everybody else and actually empowers everyone else to take on those same tools. Like, this is how it's done, y'all. There's a need for those who can express the depths of the human core and inner life in ways that need to be heard, need for the rest of us to awaken ourselves to, oh, that is what it means for me to get in touch with my heart and core. And I hear that a lot in the, the work in Radar of fours, like even just having fours who say, "There's here's the top ten movies I saw this year," can actually be quite helpful sometimes. <laughs> if it's well, it, if it's this is what's beautiful. It's it's not. It's also um, like well, a lot of what you're saying can be seen as like needing a therapist, like needing someone who can t- who can teach us how to talk about our emotional life. But it's also showing us examples of how to feel things in ways other than talking about our feelings. So um, this is one of the reasons that's, that so often fours are categorized in the creative arts. Beethoven doesn't happen without some type of recognition of the inner emotional life and, and the way that so many of these classic artists have it this it's not just music but it's also painting and poetry and and so dance. many other things dance and and so many things in the world that exist to make us feel something the sistine mm-hmm. chapel makes you feel something regardless of whether you're religious because there's the art is highlighting something beautiful about the universe and getting us in touch with something that we can't necessarily put words to. And this is one of the things that fours do naturally. It's not all fours that do fine creative arts. It's not only fours that do this, but this is part of who fours are at their core is showing us a way to experience something true about the universe that's beautiful (laughs) the way you said that was really beautiful got me thinking as well the things that have made me the most successful in my entrepreneurial pursuits have been the four things Mm. about me it's the creativity it's the speaking where it hasn't been spoken that keeps people coming back to whatever it is that I'm currently doing, the unique touch of things. Uh, I will also say, though, 
One of the strengths of the four is that fours care a lot. Mm. Nothing feels small to a four. And fours will bring that into every sphere. Fours are super hard workers because they care. Mm -hmm. And they will do things well on a project because they care. And they will work really hard in relationships because they care. And they will try to connect really deeply with people because they care. And that's why the surface level isn't interesting because they genuinely care so deeply and so much. Mm -hmm. Um, Fours can also be a really, really validating for other people's emotions. Like not only show people how to feel their emotions and what that means and what that looks like, but can be very validating to witnessing other people's experiences. Like there was a four that I knew that every time she like asked me questions, I just, I felt like really cared for and really valued and like validated. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, thank you for being curious about this thing that people haven't been curious about before. And it just, it was, a it was amazing. And I hope that other people feel that way with force, but it was really validating for me personally. Um, and force can be, very good in that way when we're not being into ourselves too much. <laughs> Agreed. That's, that's where I feel like I experience fours at their richest is when they really have a radar for bringing out sitting with me in, in, in perhaps hard places and, and dialoguing through those. And as you were saying, just validating perhaps the sadness I feel there, the hurt I feel there, the anger I feel there. Yeah. Superpowers. Last question on our list is, you might be a four if. So what comes to mind? Uh, just to sum this all up, you might be a four if. Uh, you might be a four if you've ever been accused of being too dramatic. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> trigger. There's a trigger there. <laughs> I've never been told that. That's a lie. <laughs> I've been told that so many times. <laughs> You might be a four if you don't think any of the types actually fit you. <laughs> mm. You might be a four if you don't want to be like the other stereotypical fours. You might be a four if you always feel like you're missing out on something no matter what you're doing. Or if you worry there is a better way to be you somehow. But who could be better at being you? <laughs> you might be a four if you feel like an outsider. If you are drawn to the arts and creativity. Would it be, would this be, uh, you might be a four if you feel like an outsider, but you actually really want belonging. Oh, yes. Would, would that be complimentary? Mm -hmm. there? Yeah, I would say for sure. Belonging, but not fitting in somehow. Yes. Yeah. You want connection, but you don't want to fit in. You might be a four if you seek meaning and significance everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Even where there's no business in it, this you want it everywhere. <laughs> we kind of said it earlier, but if uh, you might be a four, if you're able to sit with others in their places of pain, and you actually really enjoy that space. Mm -hmm. We definitely didn't discuss this at all, but uh, you might be a four if you have no problem with the word hate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that I've never even thought about that. That came up at the conference we were at. It it was such a simple concept. It was like, oh, other people actually 
feel bad about hating things. That's what I was just worried. That's what I was just wondering. That exact thing. I was like, wait, people feel bad about that. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of people feel bad about (laughs) hating things. Force do not. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) Or hating like people as bad as Mm -hmm. that is. But I obviously don't want anybody to hate me, but it would be interesting if somebody hated me because that's a strong feeling. It's like, why? <laughs> like That makes you somehow that's interesting. True emotion being poured out on your behalf. Yeah. Oh, uh, you might be a four if you lose yourself in idealistic fantasies, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a good little list. That's a good list. That's a set of glasses for fours. So uh, as best we got... Uh, if the, if those fit you, you might be a four, and it's worth jumping into uh, some of the, our other podcasts on any topic, but we have a deep dive into fours in which we talk a little bit more extensively about all these topics called basics. Um, so find our basic series, uh, number four, and you can go there. Um, you can also see all of Cambry's fantastic work on Instagram. She always does a great job on the fours in particular. And that's what I got. You guys got anything else to say before we, we sign off is if somebody has connected to this material, what, what a next step for them might be. Act, <laughs> actually get into action instead of thinking about it, especially if you are feeling like if, if this all jives with you and you feel that you may be a four, get into action. Yeah. Do something because about it's, it. it's really hard. Yeah. Do something about it. Yes. Do it. Just get it. <laughs> Next steps then, or you can consume this whole podcast. There's at least a hundred hours here. (laughs) Also Um, around the circle content, I would say as a four, I was very, very drawn to when I first found you guys very drawn to your podcast because of the deep dive. Like Mm. that's a fours playground. So it's great. You guys have great content. Thanks. Just plug there. All you fours just dive in. It's all great. It's all really good. Bang. Well, you can always find all the links to all of our stuff at aroundthecircle.org. We're occasionally on the Twitter, and you can communicate with us there. Um, but the best thing you can do is share this or this series with somebody that you love. And that actually might be a great action step as well. Find somebody who you care about. If you got into this material, say this was meaningful to me, would you jump in as well? I bet they're a different type. And that can be a fantastic way to, to go deeper. Who is it that said that uh, what Enneagram work is solo work, but it's best done in community? Something like that. Mm, uh, that's good. A Suzanne mantra. Yeah. Suzanne Sabil like says this over and over. Well, Cambry, it's always a pleasure. Oh, the pleasure is mine. TJ, you got anything else? I got nothing, man. It's TJ Wilson. He's officially awesome. She's the inimitable Cambry Ross, and I'm Jeff Cook, and who you aren't isn't interesting. Be who you are, especially if you're a four. <laughs> That's where the gold is. Morning will come.